In Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, it says, No man, or that means woman, woman, can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one, and, he'll, and they'll love the other, or else they will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God. I looked at this, and I tell you, I struggled, and I struggled with it because I was reading on over there, and we'll go over there in a little bit. But I kept going back to this verse here in chapter 6 and verse 24. And I kept thinking, this day that we live in, that how so many people that's heading down the wrong path. And, you know, as Jesus was talking to hear the disciples and teaching them, and he told them, he said, no man, and that means woman too, boy or girl, can serve two masters. And he gave the reason for it. And so the question is this morning, who is your master? Who is your master this morning? You say, well, Brother Ralph, what do you mean who is my master? Well, Jesus told the disciples, he said, there's two masters. But he said, I'm giving you the choice, and he is giving us the choice this morning on which master that we want to choose and which master that we want to follow. Now, we know the two masters he's talking about. The one is who? Who is your master this morning? God. Who is the other master this morning? Satan, the devil. So you see, we're either following one of the two. If we're not following Jesus Christ, then we're following Satan. I've had people say, no, Brother Ralph, I ain't, no, Ralph, I, preacher, I ain't following Satan. I'm a good person. I'm not, uh, I know I don't go to church and I know I don't live right now, but I, I, I don't, uh, I'm not a servant of the devil. I don't serve the devil. Well, that ain't what Jesus said, is it? Jesus said, you have a choice to serve one of the two. You can't serve both of them, and you can't not serve neither one of them, because if you choose not to serve God, then that makes you a servant of the devil. Amen? So we all today, we all have a master. And I don't know about who your master is, but I know about who my master is this morning. And I can look around in this building this morning with a good crowd as bad as it is, and I believe there's a lot of people in here that's realized who their master is, uh, and not only realize who he is, they've made up their mind they're going to follow him uh, no matter what comes or what goes. 
Amen. I believe I'm looking at people in here this morning that's been following uh, the one that knows the way for a long time, uh, and they know that he is everything to them. They know that he is their way, the only way to anybody, and they know that he supplies their every need. See, the one I'm talking about this morning is Jesus Christ. Uh, and if he's your master this morning, uh, then as Tony is talking this morning, I don't believe there's a one in here uh, that misses a meal unless they just decide to miss a meal. Uh, it won't be because they don't have something to eat this morning. Where do you think that come from? It came from God this morning. Everything that we own and possess comes from God this morning. Brother Paul, I've had people come in here and uh, that know that we're just a country church, you know. Uh, they ain't no big millionaires in here, uh, or I don't suppose there is. Uh, if there is, then I'd like to see the tithing go up a little bit. <laughs> don't sit on it. And don't use it for the devil. But if you have Jesus Christ and he's your master this morning, what does a master do? A master leads you the way that he tells you to follow him, you follow him. Now, if we're following Jesus, then we're going to do what he tells us to do, right? He said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. So if we love Jesus, we know what his commandments is. Uh, and you say, well, I don't know all of them. Well, we know enough of his commandments to know, uh, hey, man, that he, what he said. And, and if you don't know what they are, they're right here in the book, hey, man. But Jesus said, follow me uh, because I know the way. I'm the only one that knows the way. And he said, if you love me, follow me and I'll show you the way. But now if you don't love Jesus and he's not your master, then Satan is your master. And if you're following him, uh, then I'm going to tell you here in a minute uh, which one you're following and which one uh, will be your best bet to follow this morning uh, if you're going to have eternal life. But Jesus said, no man or woman can have two masters. Uh, you know, there's so many people out here today, uh, hey man, that thinks, uh, uh, thinks uh, uh, that uh, they're going to go to heaven. Uh, uh, most people think that they're going to go to heaven. Uh, and most people have been taught uh, that Jesus died for their sins. Uh, and that's a true teaching. Uh, Jesus did die uh, for everybody's sins. Uh, and I've had people say, well, uh, uh, a preacher, in fact, Jesus, uh, you preach about, uh, and you said he loved me, uh, he died for my sins, uh, he said, then uh, I'm going to go to heaven. I don't have no more sins uh, if he died for my sins. Uh, and so somewhere uh, they've either been taught wrong uh, or they've not been taught the whole truth of it. Uh, the truth of it is uh, Jesus did die uh, for all of our sins uh, uh, this morning. Uh, he died for all of the sins uh, that we ever committed down through life. Uh, and as the oldest song goes, uh, 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 my name was at the top uh, and many things below. Uh, but praise God, I went to the keeper one day uh, and I settled it long ago. Uh, and so when I got saved, uh, 
Jesus forgave me of all of my past sins. Not just some of them, but he forgave me of all of them. And he forgave you of all of them. But make no mistake here, friend. He died for all the sins that we've committed before we got saved. But after we got saved, then we are going to be held accountable from them sins until judgment day. I'm not preaching once in grace, always in grace. To a certain extent. I'm preaching that grace, I believe in it as long as you get in it and you stay in it. But you can't have one master one day and another master the next day. A lot of people think just cause, well, I'm going to go out this week and I'm going to live it up. I'm going to every party I can find. I'm going to every dance hall I can find. I'm going to every party I can find. And then on Sunday, I'll get any time Saturday night. I'll go to church on Sunday morning uh, and then everything's going to be all right. Uh, Everything's not going to be all right. Ever which master you choose, that's the master you better follow because you can't follow two. You can't be in one day and out the next day. A lot of church people today. <laughs> They'll go somewhere for a little while in the best church that they've ever been in, the best preacher they've ever heard. And they'll go a while and the next thing something just don't suit them and they're out and gone to another. Don't get quiet on me. And you see them go to another for a little while and then they did something don't suit them, they don't like it, and then they'll go to another. You know what I call them? Popcorn Christians. <laughs> you know what a popcorn Christian is? They pop in and then they pop out. You know any of them people? Of course you do, don't you? They just never seem to find a church uh, that's perfect. I got news for you. There's not no such a thing as a perfect church. I've had them say, well, boy, that church is perfect out there. I think I'll go to hit. I said, you better not. Why? Because if it's a perfect church and you go to it, it won't be perfect no more. Where's this coming from? You can't serve two masters. You'll never be happy trying it. You'll never be satisfied trying it. Hey, man. You've got to serve one to other the two, either the devil or Jesus. And that's what Jesus is telling them. Now let me tell you over in the book of over uh, Matthew chapter Matthew chapter seven and verse thirteen, when Jesus was teaching them about the two masters. Now he said, 
Enter ye in at the straight gate. Now, if you're following Jesus, he's told them, he said, enter ye in at the straight gate. Why? He said, because if you follow the devil, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And listen to this, and many there be which go in thereat. That pretty much explains it, don't it, the two masters. Jesus said, if you follow me, you've got to stay on the straight and the narrow road, amen. He said, now, if you're following the devil, you better get off from it because it's on the broad way and you're going to enter in through the broad gate uh, that enters into death, hell, and destruction this morning. You see, the straight and the narrow way will lead you to heaven, amen. That's mean if you walk straight, live straight, live straight, then you'll enter in the narrow gate the, for life eternal. But now if you're following the one that don't know the way, it's not that Satan don't know the way, but Satan gave up the way. You see, Satan was one of the best-looking angels and the smartest angel uh, that God ever created. Uh, he was in heaven. He had it made. Uh, I mean, he was top man in heaven, uh, uh, so to speak, uh, uh, under Jesus Christ. Uh, but he decided uh, that he knew more than God did. Uh, he just a lot of people, like a lot of people today, uh, they think they can run your life uh, better than what God can run it and better than what you can run it. Uh, but friends, I'll tell you what, that got him into trouble uh, and that got him kicked out of heaven, him and a third of the angels, uh, because the Bible said they was war in heaven uh, and after everything was said and done, uh, they was kicked out of heaven, hey man. Uh, down here and the devil and the third of the angels, uh, they will never have an opportunity uh, to repent and go to heaven, hey man. Uh, that's why the Bible says, uh, at the name of Jesus, uh, every knee's going to bow and every eye shall see him and every eye's going to behold him, every knee's going to bow and every tongue's going to confess that he is King of kings and Lord of lords. Uh, let me tell you something, friend. A lot of people think, well, I ain't bowing to nobody. I never have bowed to nobody and I'm not going to bow to him. Uh, I don't care if it is God. Uh, I got news for him. Uh, you're going to bow one of these days uh, before God and you're going to stand before him and you're going to give an account for the good that you have done and for the wrong that you have done. There's no escaping it. No escaping it. So Jesus said here, He said you need to get on a straight and a narrow. The straight and the narrow will lead you to life everlasting. The broad way and the wide gate will lead you to hell and destruction. I'm not just talking about for a little time. You know, there's so many people out here that don't believe that there's a hell. They're, they're convinced that there is no hell. How can you be convinced that there is no hell and can, and can be convinced that there's a heaven? The devil, the Bible said the devil just like a roaring lion. How many of you have had struggling with him this week? How many struggle with the devil? We all struggle with the devil, don't we? I do every day. I do every day. And you do too. You may try to cut it off and act like you don't, but the devil is not going to leave you alone. And I'll tell you what, the closer you get to God, the harder he's going to battle you. Anybody had that experience? But he said, with every temptation, he said, I'll make a way of escape. 
Have you ever been in a place that you was really tempted to do something? And the devil, man, I mean, he was tempting you all the way. But then Jesus come by and he made a way of escape for it. You ever done that? Sure he has. He has me many times. And he went on down there in verse 15 and he said, now listen. He said, beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raging wolf. What is a false prophet? What's a false prophet? If you can't tell me, then you don't evidently don't know what one is. And that's dangerous. How many times have you been taught what a false prophet is? Some of you shake your head. Do what? They're not teaching and preaching God's Word today. Do you think there's any of them out there today that's not, pre not preaching the full gospel of Jesus Christ? Do you think there's any out there just preaching for, not maybe for money, they've done got all the money they'll ever spend. And you say, Brother Ruff, what are they still doing it for? Just like a lot of our government. They're just doing it for power. Doing it for power. Just to see how many people that they can get to come in. To look good, to look big. Boy, I've got 10,000 in my church. Well, that's good. But what kind of church have you got? What kind of church have you got? How do you take care of that many people? How do you take care of 1,500? How do you take care of 2,000 people, one pastor? How do you do that? There's no way you can do it, are there? I need help taking care of a, well, when everybody's here, before this all started, 135, 150 come. Now then it's around 100 every week, give or take a few. But I need help pastoring this church. You know, they say that every 50, every 50 people in the congregation, to every 50 people, there needs to be an assistant pastor, a helper for every 50 people. And if somebody don't tell these people, then they're not going to realize it. They're not going to realize it. Hey, my pastor says it's all right to go out here and do this and that. My pastor says it's all right to drink and get drunk and party. My pastor says it's all right to commit adultery and, and, and all of this. My, my pastor says it's all right to live a life the way I want to live. Uh, my pastor says it's all right uh, to do whatever you want to do. It's all right. Uh, well, let me tell you something this morning, church. Uh, there's pastors out there telling their congregation that, uh, but if that's what you're looking for, here you're looking in the wrong place because this preacher is not going to tell you uh, it's all right to go out here and sin all the time. I'm going to stand before God one of these days, and I'm going to give an account for it. And I'm not about, Tony, to stand up before God one of these days, and I will, uh, and say, brother, say, and, and here one of you point at me and say, 
Well, that's my pastor. He told me it was all right to live that lifestyle. It's all right uh, to drink. He, he said it was all right uh, uh, to go out here and do whatever you want to. It's all right to go out here and commit adultery and fornication. Uh, it's all right to do this and it's all right to do that. My pastor told me to do that. How do you think I would feel if that happened? When you stand before God and I'm standing there, church, listen to me, and I'm standing there, <laughs> you're not going to be able to stand before God and say, well, Brother Ralph was my pastor. He, t- he didn't tell me this was wrong. He didn't, uh, Brother Ralph, why didn't you tell me this was wrong and I wouldn't have done it? You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that because I'm going to preach you what thus saith the Word of God. Like it or leave it. That's just the way that it is. So he warned about false prophets. Now then, let's get on down here. And God, time passes by when you're having a good time. Let's go to verse 21. Now, I thought about taking a text here, but I only get to this now. This is what Jesus is going to say if you're following the wrong pastor, the wrong preacher. He said, Not everyone that saith, Unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, the day that you stand before him, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have we not cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works. That's what a lot of people are going to say, Tony, when they stand before God. Haven't we done this, Tracy? Haven't we done that? Haven't I went to church uh, every Sunday? Uh, I, I went to church every Sunday, Lord. Uh, I, put in, uh, uh, I put in my tithes every Sunday. Uh, I visit the sick. Uh, all of these things are good and godly. Uh, but my friend, it's not going to be good enough uh, unless you've been born again uh, and, been, and had Jesus Christ uh, come into your heart and life. Uh, you can't live good enough. Uh, you can't do good enough to get to heaven. Uh, you must be born again. There's no other way out. There's a lot of good moral people out there today. They'd take the shirt off their back, Tim, and give to you. I know people and you know people that's out there today. They would take them, they would take the last dollar out of their pocket and give to me. I know they would. And they would you too. There's people out there, good moral people out there today. It's a lot better than Christians when it comes to helping somebody. But they've just not been born again. Say, so what do you mean born again? You've got to ask God to forgive you of your sins. I went and talked to a person one time, a long time back, sat in his tool shed and we talked to him. And he said, he was raining. And, <laughs> and I was talking to him about the Lord. And he said, well, preacher, he said, I've always tried to be a good person. 
I said, you have been a good person. He said, I've always hoped my neighbors out when they needed help. I know that to be a fact. I've tried to be a good father. I said, you have been. Tried to be a good husband. I said, you have been. He said, I'll reach out and help people in the neighborhood any way I could. I said, I'll agree, you have. Knowed him, knowed him well. He said, so he said, you know, I've just always been a good man, I think. He said, so, you know, I'll go to heaven. No. No, friend, you can't unless you're born again. There's so many people out here in the world today that think just because they are a good moral person that that qualifies them from heaven. Does it? It doesn't. It doesn't. I know a number of people. It's good moral people, Brother Dan. But they're not qualified for heaven because they've never been born again. That man got saved, though. That man, I'll tell you about, he got saved. Thank God for that talk. But there's so many people like he was thought that you just lived good enough to get to heaven. And I'm going to close here shortly. Been scrambling this morning, but that's all right. That's what God wants. That's what God gives. Not everyone, not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he or they that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. There's a catch right there. There's a catch right there. You say, well, what's a catch? To who's going to be in heaven? It's them that Jesus said, the one that's going to make it is the one that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Let me talk to you for just a minute before we close. The question was this morning, who is your master? Question number two, are you in the will of God? Are you in the will of God this morning? You say, what do you mean are you in the will of God this morning? I want to talk to some that's over the years that's been here and left. And some may be going here and there and some I know is not going anywhere. But I want to talk to you for a minute as well as you here. Are you in the will of God this morning? Are you doing God's will this morning? Are you where God wants you to be this morning? 
If you're not, if you are not, friend, this morning, in the will of God, I'm talking to all of you in here and all of you out here. If you're not, the will of God, Jesus, I just read it. Don't blame me for preaching it. God said to preach it, and I'm going to preach it. Are you where God wants you to be? Are you doing what God wants you to be doing? Are you just up and tuck off because somebody's hurt your feelings? Because you don't like somebody? Is that the will of God in your life? You might tell me after a while, yeah, I'm in the will of God. You can lie to me, but you can't lie to God. And if you're not in the will of God, if you're not in the will of God, you know what the rest of it says. It said the one that's going to make it to heaven Brother Paul is the one that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. Now you might profess to be whatever you want to profess you can be. But that don't make you what you really are. And Jesus said if you're not in the, doing the will of the Father, he said one of these days you'll stand before me and you'll say, well, didn't I do this and didn't I do that? Didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I preach in your name? Didn't I visit the sick in your name? Didn't I feed the hunger in your name? I'm just adding something to this now, but that's what Jesus said. Didn't I do this and didn't I do that? And Jesus said, see, he's going to hear you. Let me tell you, he's going to listen to you. He's going to listen to you. Because he said, when you stand before me, and he doesn't know what people are going to say, but he's going to listen anyway. But if you're not doing the will of God and where the will of God's got you at this morning, yeah, yeah, you've done all them good things, but you've done like one thing, you've not done my will. 